We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and with me today, here on our Twitch page, is my producer and co-founder, Brian Goins. Brian, what's up, man? You guys know that there is going to be a brand new cereal box coming to a local Winn-Dixie store called Heroes. Uh, can it switch or play defense? We will get into no. that later. <laughs> on the left of the screen. We have the producer of Hangover Time, our hit new post-game show that you can find on this Twitch channel after every single Heat game. Our anime lover and Photoshopper, Brass Jazz. What's up, everybody? Brass, it has been a minute since you've been on the pod. It has. I mean, Alf's got me working overtime, Hangover Time. Listen, Alf, Alf is Jeff Bezos of podcasting. He's overworking you. He's mistreating your labor. And uh, I just want to let you know that me and the listeners appreciate you. Thank you. I is this your it. way of letting us know that Alpha is resigning because I know. Bezos stepped down today? Oh man, if Alpha resigned, that would save us so much money. <laughs> 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 On the bottom left, you hear his voice, the great Jeremy Taché. Jeremy's doing a lot of things, including Swings and Missions, which is the number one Marlins podcast in the market, in the world. Do you have the best Marlins podcast in the world? I think you do. I think do. it's like the only Marlins podcast at this point. <laughs> That's right. No, no, no there's no, a whole but, bunch. But seriously, like I, I saw Barry say the other day because I saw Craig Mish got a job at the Miami mm-hmm. Herald. There's like only two outlets covering the Marlins. Wait, he did? Oh, yeah. congrats, yeah, Mish. So, yeah, Craig, Craig's doing some work with yeah, with the Herald now, um, which is super exciting. And uh yeah, he's doing he's doing a podcast with them as well. So he's on the two 
Uh, but but there's the guys at, at the guys at Fish Stripes do a really good job with all their different podcasts. Um, and then actually our guy Peter over in the UK has a great Marlins podcast, which Wait, is crazy. Is that the same guy that's doing the Miami Heat UK show? No, no so it's it's two that's different guys. Yeah, it's two different they're guys, but the they're 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 friendly because of Twitter as well. And oh, that's uh, awesome. That's yeah, it's it's great. And his I, his is a blast. Like I really enjoy listening to it. So, so wait, how, um, do you know the story of wider people in the UK that like Miami sports? I've I have not actually gotten that explanation. In is it Luol Dang? It must must be Luol <laughs> Dang. That's the answer. Luol, Next listen, time somebody asks me, I'm just going to respond that way and see. <laughs> just like say it confidently. Yeah, just going to say it with a straight face. Just yeah, Luol Dang. No, oh Here's yeah, me. of course, obviously, yeah. By the way, we got to congratulate Jeremy for his gig with Fox Sports Florida, which is just a round of applause. No one deserves it as much as you do. The television presence that you have, that you command, uh, it, they couldn't have given it to a better guy that has worked really hard to get there. So congrats from our show, friend of the show, Jeremy. Uh, we are happy it's to see It's actually going to be Bali Sports Florida pretty soon. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, like the you. gym? Like Bali's the gym? No, like the it, casino. So it's Bali's the casino, but that's the answer I've I've heard a lot as well no it's bally's the casino um and yeah it's gonna be bally i don't i don't think it does that was my first gym the one brian it was the one on um it was the one on miller and i think like 117th or something i don't remember do you know the one i know is porky's i think that's still around (laughs) this is this is kendall lore It it was in front of the gamestop and the um there's a fresco y mas there now i think it formerly Publix. how's bally stock doing (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's next. Uh, rest in peace to GameStop stock. All right. Well, we are here to talk Miami Heat, and um, whether we're gonna sound the panic button or not, I don't, I don't really know. But we're gonna we're gonna talk it through. So I want to start, uh, and we're gonna get to the news of the day with Myers Leonard and and Tyler Cereal. Brian's gonna listen on whatever the hell Tyler's doing with with Cheerios or whatever the hell he's doing. But Fruit Loop, Fruit Hoops. Excuse me. Um, I want I want to get into the game yesterday. Brass, I know that you guys did a great job covering it last night on Hangover Time, and I know that you all aired out your frustrations. The thing I want to talk about, and I maybe not so much some machinations of the game, because I think we kind of understand how how that's gone, and it, it's kind of just the same stuff that's afflicted this team for the last two seasons. But I'd just rather have a bigger conversation about Tyler Hero, because whenever, you know, now that they're healthy and they start losing, you know, he's the guy right now that's catching the strays. He's the guy, whoa. Why didn't we trade for Harden? You know, we could. What? What? Why, why do we have to keep him? He look. He's getting switched on to Gordon Hayward, and he's getting absolutely smoked. And I, I kind of feel like the conversation around him has no nuance. Like he's right. a good player. He's a brass. He's a good pull up mid range shooter. He's a good pick and roll scorer. His sh- three point shooting hasn't been there, but I feel like you kind of expect that to get there. The defense is eh, but I, I don't know. Like you've seen the fan reaction. I think it's kind of unfair. <laughs> Yeah, yes and no, but I think you have to mix that with some of the reaction from other players that have really dropped off precipitously. And we look and we go like, well, why didn't we move them sooner when their stock was higher? So I'm sorry, there's a lot of stock talk lately. But, but the stonks. But really, Kendrick Nunn, I mean, he you know finished second in rookie of the year and look at him now. You know, yeah, he doesn't, he, you know, he, yeah, I mean, he's, he had a couple of good games there, but, um, it, you know, it really wasn't that great. And, and I feel like there's a little bit of this with, with Tyler. I mean, there's been a lot of missed time as well. Um, so it's hard to really get a good read on that, but 
I don't think it's unfair to look at that and go, uh, he's a he's an attractive piece to other teams, uh, and his contract is 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 quite a good one for what for his potential ceiling. Um, so I still think that he is a he is a totally reasonable piece to be moved. I mean, I'm not slandering him too much, um, <laughs> but his his three point shooting has has it definitely has dipped. He's active though. I'll give him that. You know, he's not out there standing around, but he's also not a good, not a good defender at all. That's kind of how I feel about Struess. It's like, I'm not sure Struess is doing a lot. Like, Jeremy, you saw people on Twitter, like, look at Struess's defense. And I was like, I feel like Struess is doing a lot. I don't know if it's all good. I know that he, he has, he's like, he's a get in the play guy, but yeah. I'm, I'm not really there with him yet defensively. Well, I, I think it, when you're seeing that last night, it's because he came up with, I think, two or three loose balls that ultimately just sort of bounced his way. But it's because he's so active on the defensive end, whether he's a great defender or not. I mean, we don't obviously know any of that yet. Uh, and I mean, maybe he turns into one. It is the Miami Heat. But it, more than anything, it's cool seeing a guy with that much effort on the defensive end, especially when, like, again, he was someone that, a, what, five or six games ago, people were literally calling him out by name as the reason that, oh, well, if he's playing, that's why the team's losing. And last night, he's keeping the entire, you know, team floating Offensive in the first float. half. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah, so, so that, that was Tiff's fun in the watch. chat saying that we sh- don't, we dare slander Struess because Tiff has been on. Absolutely not. Tiff has yeah. been on the Struess. Yes, Tiff has, Tiff has been on the Struess. Um, like, and it's kind of weird because yesterday, like Tyler played so badly right and it's not just the shooting wasn't there it was like there was a specific play not just the one dribble when he's wide open and you it's like come on man like you're a good shooter like pull, like come on put that up it, it was you know when the closeouts came like right so like jimmy kind of penetrates and then the help comes and they help off of him and and tyler gets the kick out and he's not comfortable shooting the ball because he's not shooting it well fine whatever he he starts taking it to the rim right attacking the guy in the closeout and when that other helper comes off bam who's in the dunker spot now Tyler's baseline, he's pressed up against the baseline. He doesn't really look at the rim for a floater or a pull-up, so he basically dribbles the bow back out. So, like, any kind of progress that they made breaking down the defense is gone, and he's not that kind of passer. Like, you saw Andre make a couple really, really nice passes to Bam in the pocket, get him active. Tyler's not doing that. And because I I, I reference this because I saw Jack Alfonso tweet, he's like, if your guy's not shooting well, he's not a good defender. He's not a good passer. What is he really doing for you out there? And it's it's kind of reductive, and I, I, part of it's a joke by Jack. But like, there's a little bit of truth to that. Like, brass. Like he he has to be better. And I think that we are valid in criticizing him. But I I think it goes too far, and I don't think we're always doing it for the right reason. I think people are a little rough on him because we as Heat fans love talking about what acquisitions are out there, uh, acquisitions are out there and, and you know, who are we going to get and who are we going to trade? And he's always, he's going to be a piece. He's going to be one that goes. If we make a trade, Tyler is going to be one of the piece that goes. So, so if it's a big trade. What's that? If it's a big trade. Agreed. But what other trade? I mean, we only talk but about there's it. like smaller, more adjacent, you know, like, you know, if, if it's something for like Thaddeus Young or, you know, like if, if they go for, right, Brian, like if they're going to trade for PJ Tucker, Brian, like they're not going to have to give Tyler, if they're going to go for one of those other like fringe rotation power forwards, if they do, Riley's washed. <laughs> if they, if they what, if they give Tyler, for, he yeah. won't give Tyler. Well, I'm that. just, but I'm saying like you know we we've been talking about you know the big whales 
out there. And I think coming off of James Harden, and there are a lot of people who didn't want to let Tyler. I think it stupidly became it's like, well, do you want it's as simple as like, do you want Harden or do you want Tyler? And like, that was never that was it was never about that. It was about so much more than that. Ah! It was, think, that right. was kind of about that with well, some people. That's how, no, I know that's how people discuss it. But I mean, the reality was there was you'd have to give up so much more than that to get someone like James Harden. I am. I thought maybe that would be OK. Um, but and some people disagreed. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been pretty contentious. And I'm I'm willing to give Tyler a little pass from last night because, you know. People having a close call with covid like that. They might be a little shook for a couple of days, so we'll see. But then, but tomorrow night, no excuse. Come on, Tyler, you got to show up. People, it's his girlfriend, and that's that's, well, that's she had that's a report. She had a false positive, yeah. so uh, I think it was, it was the Mary. Yeah. It was a close context situation, but it's scary. It's scary. It's another. Yeah. If you don't mind, I just on on the Tyler thing. I think the way that we talk about him is so interesting, right? Because nobody breaks him down singularly as the player that he is contributing to the team. They break him down as the player that he could be and what yes. could be contributing to the team. And that's a completely... And we've seen a number of players go through their entire Heat careers being that guy. And that never leads to anyone being satisfied with who they are as the player and the way they contribute until years later when they're gone, right? And then ultimately... You're like, oh man, that guy, that guy was a great piece. You know, we really missed him. For that matter, there was a little bit of that. If you remember at the beginning of last season when things weren't working immediately, in certain they started eight and three, and then they went through a little bit of a stretch, and Josh Richardson was playing his best basketball. And there were people on Twitter saying, Oh, why'd you trade Josh to get Jimmy? What are we doing? Jimmy doesn't score. They're the same player, and Jimmy's older. Come on. You know, so when you're looking at Hero and you're looking at the guy that he is for you on the floor, let's not forget, he's the one guy that missed a bunch of time because he was actually, like, hurt, right? It wasn't because of contact tracing. It wasn't because of actually dealing with COVID, which is Mm -hmm. obviously an injury, and that's affecting your immune system. So Jimmy's coming back off that and performing great, but he's a veteran. He's 10 years older than Tyler. Tyler got hurt for what's really the first time in his career being, like, in that type of way, having to miss time, trying to come back, not being able to come back for multiple games in a row, warming up. And then you come back off that injury, mind you, right after most of Twitter saying, oh, look, that guy made the leap after the games against Philly. He made the leap. He's a contributor. He's one of the three best players on the team. He's above Goron at this point. It's Jimmy Bam and Tyler. We're good forever. And then he gets hurt. He comes back and he isn't perfect. And now everybody's frustrated that he wasn't traded. So I just think we are kind of swinging back and forth. And this was the very first game that all of those guys were healthy and trying to figure out how to share the ball and what works since what the magic game day one, you know, it's like, it's been that long. So I think it's, and again, this is more of a general don't press the panic button, but especially on Tyler, Tyler's 20 years old. He's in his second year. He had basically no off season and you're, and he had a great stretch of games. Those guys are going Guys like that are going to be inconsistent. It, the confidence is obviously not there right now. He'll have one great game. Confidence will be back. He'll have five great games in a row offensively. There are issues with his game, but he'll grow through those. And I just, that's the whole conversation around Harden or Beal or whoever it might be to begin with. So a couple of things on that. One, to your point about the injuries. Last year, he got hurt with the, he was in the, 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 mm. the, the, the boot. Yeah. He missed All-Star Weekend. And when he came back, the season almost immediately got suspended. 
Yep. So he got hurt, didn't play forever, got back, and then the season got shut down. And it was like, okay, I think he played like two games, right? Like right. he really never got to get his footing back. Then the bubble happens. He has a great bubble. And as you mm-hmm. said, almost no offseason, no summer league for him. Yep. No full training camp. And like, and I made this point with KZ as well. Like KZ didn't get a full summer league and Kendrick. And then also like, that's not fair to those guys because those are very important de- developmental like moments for you as a player, right? And it's also like, you know, you're the number one option on the summer league team. And, and that would have been a really, really great experience for him, kind of really intimate one-on-one coaching and, and help your game. So that, that's one thing with that that uh that that I I kind of feel for. The other thing is his salary is like dirt cheap. He's mm-hmm. in he's in contract for until he has a team option in 2022-2023 season for five million dollars. Um so like not only is he cheap for the production that you're getting and Brian, we've talked about this before, how last season they really got a lot of production above their payroll. And mm. Duncan's not going to be that next season. But Tyler, you're going to have this guy for $6 million contributing, you know, double digit points, really good shooting, really good playmaking. And I know that, you know, you're the cap guy. That's, I mean, that is so incredibly valuable, not just to the heat, but if you're trying to move them. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, anytime you have a rookie skill contract, that's why Bam, even for the stretch, has been amazing to have him play above his contract. Having having a rookie salary on your team and him playing, outperforming his contract, it's helpful when you want to try to build around a team with, like, Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic's salary. Obviously, we would like to have a second whale kind of next to um, Jimmy right now. I think it would have been perfect had they, you know, gotten, like, I think they could have really made a move for James Harden. It probably would have fit really nicely with their salary right now, especially with Bam's extension next season. I mean, obviously you're paying a luxury tax next season, but it'd be worth it for for a squad like that. And I think that's something that Riley's going to have to see if he can, you know, press to the market because right now the team doesn't have a max salary slot to add a third piece to his current roster. That's going to be, you know, like one of those superstars that you think they could go after. Um, I think Duncan definitely should remain on the team just just because his cap holds so low. He's going to meet the starting criteria next year. It's going to go up from like, I think a two point something um, starting cap hold to like almost five. But for for a player like him, you want to keep him because you could still go over to cap, re-sign him and you keep the asset and you might move him for a future deal. Doesn't mean you have to keep him for four seasons if you re-sign him. Which I think is important because they yeah. can resign him with the Bruder, and they they're gonna be able to sign. They have like about seven. And it's million a lot easier space. to trade match salaries too. That's another issue. Like if if the team's capped out, it's very hard to add an outside free agent once you reach the cap. The only way you can go over the cap is by resigning your own bird right players. Hmm. Yeah, and I think that when we have the conversation about paying Duncan, not paying Duncan, I mean that's even if he's at seventeen, eighteen million dollars, that's a movable salary. So a contender will need that. Absolutely, somebody will need that. Plus, he's not. He's a plus player. Yeah, and plus, you already have him committed for however many years he's going to be under contract for. It's, you know, that's more useful than him being a restricted free agent this summer if we're going to trade him now. A team gets desperate; they want to keep their star. They have to make a trade, and that might be available. And and that's kind of what you. I mean, we had this conversation with Chris Bosch as well. Uh, by the way, shout out to Curtis's hero for gifting a tier one sub. We appreciate all the support and. While we have that brought up, I do want to mention, we talked about this on the pre-show and we also mentioned it on Hangover Time, our new Patreon. Uh, you can sign up here at patreon.com slash Miami Heat Beat, not M-I-A Heat Beat, that's 
That is a typo. I, I forgot to fix that. Um, but it's at Miami Heat Beat, uh, patreon.com slash Miami Heat Beat. And we, these are different tiers. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on them because we've already talked about them. But I really do want to focus like the support that you guys give us, allow us to do this as much and as close to full time as we can. And I really we really worked hard to kind of like find the best rewards for you guys to make sure that it's worth it. We don't want to make you we don't want to offer something to you guys that's not worth it. So I know a lot of people have already signed up for our ten dollar tier, which means you can watch basketball games with us. We'll get on a discord call. Or, or a Zoom call, whatever is more convenient for you guys. And we'll watch some Heat basketball together. You'll be on the call with some of your favorite Heat Beat personalities. We'll do that. Um, $5 rotation player tier is also really popular. You're going to get access to a newsletter. ALF is going to write again. We have ALF, the great committing to write uh, for our newsletter. And Christian and I, and, and you know, we're going to kind of get some stats for you guys. You know, kind of everything that you need to know in the beginning of the week for the Miami Heat get you as informed as as anything. You're also going to get discount on our merch, which is launching soon. Brian is working really hard on that. Uh, and of course, the Heat Beat Lifer tier, which is expensive. But, you know, as you saw, Twisted Tapioca uh, debuted yesterday uh, kind of to show off how this tier works. You know, you pay $50 and you get to come on a Hangover Time or a Miami Heat Beat pregame show. We get a little segment with us. And listen, we hang out at back. Tapioca was, was hanging out after the show. We talked. We shot the shit. It was a lot of fun. You're paying uh, for a so backstage it, pass is what you're paying for. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, you pay our rent. Uh, <laughs> that's important in these tough times. So if you can, uh, and, and we even have, you know, for any support here on Twitch or on that. And if you're on Twitch and if you're a tier one sub, we're going to find a way to honor your tier one sub with, with the newsletter and with some of the Patreon stuff. Because, you know, we, we want to grow the Twitch stuff too. And we have our emotes coming. And I know that that's going to be a lot of fun for you guys. So be on the lookout for what's new there. Let's talk about Duncan a little bit because he has been, he went through that really awful stretch where he couldn't hit anything in the, couldn't hit anything. And he's come back and he's played well. And I made the joke because Struess was going off and Duncan still hit four or seven. And I was like, he's asserting rotational dominance. He's like, I can't, I can't lose this. I can't lose to Max. We're homies, we're teammates. I can't have Max. Yeah, Brass, you're laughing, but like they had to, he had to. Yeah, um, I the Duncan thing, it was just funny to see them both sort of go off at different points. They were like trying to one up each other. That was kind of no. Duncan was trying to save face. Let's be honest. It's It's hilarious. But no, it's hilarious because remember we saw like on the sideline, Duncan's like wearing his mask and he looks like his jaw's been like taken away from him the entire time. He's just like mortified. Like if I miss another three pointer, my job's taken. It was funny, but you get some of these guys back and they don't need to do as much, though. Yeah, so that sure. that's why Struess, you know, he's he's going to be a for good sure. a good piece because he can shoot if he's not asked to do much else. Just like Duncan, yeah. Duncan's a oh, good. I mean, piece. Duncan does a lot. He does, but but again, the 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 disconnect is: does he do enough to warrant the money that he is going to get? I think that's. I think Brian kind of highlighted why you're not just paying for the production; you're paying for a movable chunky contract of a good player what you got jeremy well i think it's also just important to think like when Struess comes out and plays like that with the starters in particular that was something that was exciting (laughs) because what that allows you to do is mix and match duncan and Struess a bit more to make sure that one of those guys is on the floor at all times and in a way that you don't normally see teams have multiple sort of snipers and so if there's a given night 
where, hey, Duncan's just really not shooting the ball well, right? He's gotten his full, you know, couple times through the rotations and he's just not shooting the ball well. Well, you know what? Those late third quarter, early fourth quarter minutes before you go to your closing lineup, maybe those go to Struess instead. And there's something good about healthy competition on a team like this, right? Because the big thing and, and everybody talking about energy or are they coasting or they whatever, there also is something about knowing every single night, like, oh, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to play 30 minutes when there's only eight men available, right? There is a little bit less of a sense of urgency in your own individual play. I, that's just as an athlete. No, in general, we, we've I mentioned this. Yeah, like Gabe and, Vincent's playing and he's like, oh, if I play bad, what are they right, going to do? What does it matter? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so when you have that type of now, you have a night like last night. It's, it's a perfect example where Max Struess, because Duncan gets in foul trouble, comes out and starts leading the offense. And Guns all of blazing. a sudden, Duncan comes back and he's like, all right, I'll show you, I'll, I'll show you what I got. And that, how great is that for your team, right? Because offensively, for the whole first half, they were basically buoyed by guys shooting the ball well from three. Two guys. That was it. And, you know, in, in the second half, that you know, they continued to score in other types of ways. But it's just, I think that can only be an advantage for them to have more bodies like that. And like you guys mentioned, whether they decide to pay for Duncan in the long term or not, sort of irrelevant. It, that could be a valuable, movable asset. Or he could you know, uh, something people discount is play to the value of the contract to just play it all the way through. We always talk about moving contracts before they're done. He could just be an all-time great shooter and do these other things you're talking about, G, and be worth that contract going forward. So it's it's nice to have someone sort of waiting in the wings, though, should either that contract not go the right way. God forbid Duncan get gets banged up for a couple games. And to see him do it with the starters is is beneficial. We have guys that can shoot the ball, no question. I think I would really like to have more people in, in, in the wings that are waiting to play defense, though. Yes. Yes. I think that's, that's the that's real issue with this team. This team was, was completely collapsing at the end of every quarter last night. We have, a lot of, so we have way too many specialists is, is what we have on the team. But they did last year, too. That's, like, that's not unlike what they had last yeah, year. Yeah, but I think having like a piece like Jake Ryder at the four, was, you were able to have more combination in your lineups to have more of the com- like more shooting with the two-way defense and, and scoring abilities because at the moment, like what, last night's cl- closing lineup, you had Iggy, and most of the time he was sh- just staying in the corner from three on offense. He played well. No, I, I will not I will not have any Andre Slander. He was awesome last night. I mean, then he had Jimmy, he had Bam, and they were basically doing most of the load on defense. And then he had Tyler, like, here, Tyler and, and, and Duncan. Dunk. And, yeah. I mean, for the most part, you saw what we saw even in the playoffs. They, the teams were just trying to find a switch and, and get up on the pick and roll so they could, you know, take take off the mismatch. And that's how Gordon Hayward went off in overtime. Well, like, I, I want to I wanna talk a little bit about the defense because that's kind of what I've been like. I've been watching film and I've been looking at some numbers. Andre, in particular, was exceptional yesterday on both ends. And I know that they don't guard him, uh, but he's shooting okay. And yesterday was not a good shooting night for him. Uh, but he makes plays on closeouts. When he attacks closeouts, he's finding the man. He's finding the pocket. Andre's a smart basketball player. Not unlike Draymond Green, even though he's not really a good shooter, he's a plus spacer because of other things that he does. Now, sometimes it doesn't go well. And if you don't have, he's a, he's a talent like riser. He's not like, he's not helping a bunch of bad dudes get competent, but if you have talented guys on the team, he's going to find the guys that are moving and help. So I, I'm very pro Andre this season. Um, But Brian, to your point about the defense, like we're, we pile on Tyler, but a lot like Bam had the softest switches I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah. at the that Malik Monk three that tied it, 
I mean, they they do that inbound play and they switch, which is fine. But Bam has to play up on him because he needs to have clock and score awareness that if they score a two, that's fine. But I can't let a guy that has not missed take a corner three. That's on Bam. Late contest, played off of him, and we baby him sometimes. We baby Bam because we love him and we want to be the protectors of our superstar, no, no ceiling, all that. And we believe it. But like that's on him. The other one, the other big play in overtime was when they the 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 Hornets were really fishing for Tyler on Hayward. So they have an initial screen to get Bam switched on. And then they have Tyler's man switch to screen on Bam to get Tyler switched on to Gordon, right? So they do this this double screen thing. And then LaMelo, who flares into the corner, Bam switches that. And in that case, I'm like, well, LaMelo's not a good shooter, has had made one three all day. And if he's going to catch the ball, he doesn't have a quick release. And I trust you to at least get a contest up than leaving Tyler on an island with Gordon Hayward. And I think that that's some unawareness of what's going on. That's a little bit of unpreparedness by by Eric, I think. Like they didn't they clearly did not know what to do in those situations. Or they did, and I don't like that decision. Because if that's the decision, fine. But in the finals, when they were locked the fuck in, what they would do is Tyler would hard show on any of those actions and let Jimmy recover or whoever's that on ball defender on LeBron recover and get back in front of him. It's not what they did. And I know that when you switch, it's complicated because it's like, do we switch off ball stuff? Do we switch four five? Do we switch two three? Like I know it's tough, but they just made the fucking finals doing it. So I, I don't really have a lot of room for excuses of they got confused. That was a dumbass play. They shouldn't have done that. Bam over switches like crazy. And Nikias has talked about this a lot in his Dunkard Spot podcast that he's switching for no damn reason. And then all of a sudden you have Duncan Robinson trying to box out a center and that's why they're bleeding rebounds, right? So it's all kind of connected. And I think we kind of focus, well, Tyler couldn't stay in front of Gordon Hayward. Well, no shit, Tyler's not going to stay in front of Gordon. We know that, <laughs> you know? So to me, that's like, I, I, Tyler's the easy one to pick on, but that was a systematic issue that has been festering with them a lot. And by the way, on that drive that, that Hayward took Tyler, Jimmy is ball watching that. Jimmy's kind of standing. Zeller's in the corner, which whatever. Zeller could take a three. Who the fuck cares? You could split the difference and play that passing lane. Fine. You're Jimmy Butler. When Gordon comes in, Gordon comes on Jimmy's side. Jimmy doesn't even dig into the ball, right? Like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get a hand in the lane. You're supposed to dig. You're supposed to come or slide it to help position. I tweeted the play out. Jimmy's just standing there and watches. So Tyler's like really left on a fucking island. And I get Jimmy's tired, but you just can't look at that and say, well, Tyler. That's not fair. I, I, Jeremy, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, I I think the the thing that you said in the middle was uh, up all of that was <laughs> it was long. Which <laughs> is, no, but it, but the, <laughs> it, 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 it's sort of systemic, right? It's not any individual blame on any individual player. Yes. It's, as a unit, they're not playing as sharp as they were when we were watching them in the bubble against the Celtics or the Lakers. Mind you, uh, since then, they've had and this is not, this is not, by the way, excuse making of any kind. It's yeah, George Sedano. It's just to set up where things are now compared to where things were then. And if anything, where I close this would probably not be in, in terms of an excuse. But since the bubble that we saw, they lost their starting power forward, who was whether he's that player forever is irrelevant. 
he was that player for that stretch. And he that sure guy fucking was. is no longer there, right? So we can argue whether or not he would have been that if they threw the $25 million one-year contract or the long-term deal at him. Jay Crowder was that version of Jay Crowder for that stretch. And that guy's no longer there. And that he did a lot for that basketball team. Then on top of that, since then, they've started uh, Myers Leonard, who we haven't talked about, but a guy who played the overwhelming majority of their games last season, starting at the center position, and at least was a threat to come into the rotation out for the year since January 9th, he's gone and he was barely playing to begin with. So that's another rotation piece gone. Kendrick Nunn, who was a big rotation piece at the beginning, he's completely gone and out of the lineup because he's been outplayed by other players and isn't in the lineup anymore. But you have a relatively new team together, right? Iguodala playing with guys he's never played with before on the heat, right? That his rotations were not meeting up with, right? You tried introducing Mo Harkless. You tried introducing Casey Akpala. Kelly Olynyk starting at the four with a group that he hasn't played with much. Tyler got hurt. Jimmy got COVID. Avery Bradley got COVID. Bam missed time. Goran Dragic has been out. He comes back last night. He doesn't look like himself. Like, And it's a Monday night with 2,000 fans with COVID-sniffing dogs against the Charlotte Hornets. No, they're not going to play defense down the stretch the same way they played against the Lakers in the finals in the bubble. Like, I don't know how anybody could reasonably expect that level of expectation. And yet, the thing that the Heat pride themselves on and the thing that separates this franchise and the reason we can sit here on this podcast and expect that and get mad about it is because they've told us to expect that on the random Monday night against the Charlotte Hornets. And no that's excuses. why fans are upset because if you're marketing and you're, and you're talking about the hardest working, most, you know, best conditioned team, that's what you have to be down the stretch, even on those Monday nights against the Hornets. And so I don't think that there's any problem with what, like, I think last night was by far their worst loss of the season. And it's the only loss that I look at as like a genuinely bad loss because of all the other circumstances. Like, Truly, there was just a bad loss. That Detroit loss was bad, dude. I'm well, it, sorry. It was bad. They, got they lost out, by 30 over, to like the worst the beginning team in the, of the league. Game. It was over at the beginning of the game. This time, I know that's what made it even worse. <laughs> I know, but I, I just, those games, I, I let, let yeah, that yeah. go. It's a fluke. It's an aberration. This is one where you saw the issues down the stretch in the fourth quarter, the issues that scare you with this team defensively and offensively down the stretch. And they gave you all of the reasons to panic. And yet, this is their first game together as a group all season since we've reset after their best player got sick and their other point guard got hurt and Goran Dragic missed time. I mean, literally every key contributor has missed some time. So Jeremy chat is screaming at you. Stop making excuses. Yep, it's BS. Me. It's stop not, making excuses. It's, well, Jimmy, by the way, did not even meet with the media yesterday. Brass zero yeah. accountability. It was stare down with Duncan Robinson. Did you see we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That video? Yes, and oh, then Jimmy yelled, that. give me the fucking ball. Do you remember that? Which I love, by the way, and I still I love, love it. it. Come on. He yelled. He's like, give me the fucking ball. I got this shit. Do you think that he's had a like a conversation with Pat Riley? Like, hey, give me uh, give me some players on this team that can actually. Why is he not on the phone with Bradley Beal right now? That's what I want to know. Why? When Jimmy sees that report today of The Athletic where Bradley Beal wants to stay in Washington, why is Jimmy not getting on the phone right now and say, Brad? Cut the shit. Uh, he's, he's not talking to the media until there's a move on Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. What happened to Chad like, Ocho Cinco? I thought he had this in the bag. Yeah, what happened to Chad? Chad gave us a bunch of promises that he didn't deliver Chad on. Brian's right. We got to blame Chad. He has, we have to, Alex, hold get him, him accountable. Get him on the get pod. Him on the po- I, think, I think we try. We're trying for Super Bowl. Oh, and by trying, idea. we're just tweeting at him, hey, come on the pod. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll join. It's in that basically effort. Jason Concepcion's way of getting people on NBA desktop. We just go, yeah, come, just on, come on the pod. Yeah, I, yeah, but Jeremy, like everything you're saying there is it it, it can be true, ultimately. Uh-huh. Um, and it could also not be true. Yeah, I, this team it could also be really flawed. not be true. Yeah, but it could that be. shouldn't be the reason why they're like below an eighth seed right now. Like literally one of the worst teams in the league. They should still be a playoff team. The guy Probably that, half their team was hurt. Like, I don't, don't want to make excuses. I can't make excuses. I can't sit here in good there faith to our audience. Thirty eleven squad had less talent than this team, even with eight players hurt. That thirty and eleven squad, when they did the thirty and eleven, would bop the shit out of this team right now. Like, I would be so fucking scared if Deion Waiters he's <laughs> coming down the court. It's true. Rodney. Oh, Rodney. Rodney. I'd be scared of James Johnson. Yo, he was there I would four. take. I would take Luke any Babbitt. of those power forwards. Remember when the Heat had like a million? I would take any of those right yeah, now. I would take James I would take, Johnson back right now. God, we actually. didn't even talk about that Rodney slander from the Warriors Rodney. the other night. Oh, my, oh we, met, so we mentioned good. it last pod. Oh, I don't oh, listen to good. pod. Yeah, you don't listen. <laughs> we, 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 we played the Draymond audio and everything. And Draymond talks with a lot of pauses in his, in, like, so every so time good. Draymond paused, Jack would try to get in there. And it was just him Draymond were stepping over each other. Yeah, it was great. It's fantastic radio. Uh, Yeah. Uh, chat, we're not complaining about justice anymore. Listen, we've done a million justice. No, we want justice back. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. He's almost healthy. He's, he's, al- almost he's almost healthy. healthy. He's almost ready. 
Let's go. He'd be so good on this team. Uh, I'll trade you Andre for Justice I love Memphis. Justice. We'll, we'll, he might we'll do trade back. Cheap as a free agent because there's no way Memphis. Is He's never coming back. He hates his team. Well, he hates back, them. Man. He hey, he was tweeting about it. Bam the other night. He loves Bam. Oh, they're all friends. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Is real. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. Is real. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's brotherhood. I I I I forgot who wrote this. It might have been Ramil or it might have been Rohan who wrote about like the brotherhood between that 30 mm-hmm. and 11 team. Uh crazy. Yeah. That they're, that, I don't think it was although Justice think it played was, no part of that 30 and 11 team. I think it was Shandell. <laughs> he was there though. No, he was there for the 11 30 team. He wasn't there for the. For the <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know what's I'm funny is that, like, being I, honest. Oh, man. I think he led the team in net rating that year, even despite because being on of the, the losing part. No, like, oh, yo, man. like, because, like, he was good whenever it was just funny. Okay. So I, you know, I want to talk about Myers a little bit. Is there anything else before we move on? Anything? Else? Oh, you know, the last thing I wanted to get to real quick, just a point of frustration for me with their offense. You know, Jimmy's getting Tyler to screen for him down the stretch, getting Malik Monk switched on to him. Jimmy, you know, putting Malik on a plate, right? Like just totally doing whatever he wanted, getting every bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Zeller as the help defender is just not offering any resistance to Jimmy Butler. Jimmy put his damn shoulder into Cody Zeller and he flew, right? Yep. Jimmy's a strong dude. He's like Kawhi, like sneaky strong, right? You don't mm-hmm. think of those, like, this is amazing. Imagine when, imagine when he gets those 12 pounds back. But go on. Oh, can't, can't wait. Yeah, this is, or maybe shouldn't. I don't know. He's, he's pretty. Played really well. He's like, he's really good. <laughs> and then they kind of went away from that, which again, and I don't, I'm never going to do the doubt Eric Spolster show. Uh, he's the best coach in the league. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm just curious as to, Brian, Brian, are you, you love doubting Spo. You and Hot Take Harry on Twitter. Hot Take. It's okay. Like, he doesn't have to be like super great like he was in the playoffs, but like, Damn, like something that was weird. Was Yesterday weird. was weird. Yesterday, was listen, some of some of those rotational issues, that shit was weird at the end of the game. The 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 preparation I didn't feel was there, which whatever. That's fine. This is a weird COVID season. I'm not gonna hold them for that. Uh well, it's like I'm sure rotation. I'm sure Jeremy, you could you could probably name like like one of your lesser Bruce Springsteen albums, right? I mean, or are they all just perfection to you? For me, yeah. right now, yeah, and, yeah. There are there are lesser there are lesser yeah. Springsteen albums. So, I mean, there could be this is this is yeah. this is what I suppose lesser Springsteen yeah. album years, right? Sure, yes, yeah. yeah that's that's what game. we'll call. It. Sure, it's 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 nineteen ninety seven Bruce Springsteen. There you that's go. That's what we'll say. See? Yeah, he, sure. It happens to everyone. It happens to the best of us. I didn't get the going away from the guard screens because then when they started switching, when you know, and I, I tweeted this. Also, you can check out my timeline. Bam screens for Jimmy. Bam rolls. Cody Zeller sticks with him. Uh. And then they they the, they they were switching that, and then Duncan's man on the wing would come help on Jimmy, and Duncan's man is splitting the difference, but he's in position that he can disrupt Jimmy's drive because they're not giving him the pull up. They're giving him the pull up, which Jimmy did not want to take, and they're kind of blocking the blocking the paint. And if Jimmy dishes to Duncan, they can go out and get like a pretty decent contest, even though Duncan has a quick release. And that to me is like, well, the re- the way you fix that is by having a guard screen for you so you don't have to deal with those two guys because Cody Zeller is not going to be able to get a closeout, right? So if he's, if Cody's now the guy that has to split the difference and it's not Malik Monk, well, he's not going to get out there quick enough and then Duncan can move and sidestep and do it. So like, that's to me, like I look at that as, as one of the weird decisions. As So I wonder why they went away from that. I, I, I almost wonder if, and this is, this is a dive that someone, uh, smarter than me would have to take. But if there's less turnover variance in those plays, right? So if it's almost like in football, when you get a lead and then you just start running the ball on every play, even though the offense was humming when you were throwing the ball, and then all of a sudden you blow it because you forget how to play offense when you really need to get a couple of yards at the end of the game. 
And so I almost wonder if that's a decision of like, I know Jimmy's not going to turn over the ball on this play. And so even if we don't get points, that's okay. We'll eat 20 seconds and we know we won't turn it over as opposed to a maybe, you know, with a guard screening, maybe they just turn the ball over more. And so there's, yes, there's a higher reward, but there's also higher risk. And in a sense, like running the ball, you know, on first and second down late in the game. And I know this is a basketball I podcast, disagree with, but like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is what I'm saying. I don't no, know. Like, I think you're generally you're right. Saying. And that's why I think at the end of clock situations, that's why guys ISO and, and yeah. take a pull up. Cause you just, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you go to the rim and don't get a call. Right. And you also don't want to put yourself in a position where you try to make a play and all of a sudden you get a turnover or you get fouled and you lose the ball. Like I, sure. I understand that. Uh, like the Jimmy three was just like, that was ridiculous. I mean, they well, cleared out the that's whole different. Yeah, that's yeah, different. That was just. Yeah. Okay. I, that, that's, that's, that's not a different. Than, yeah, no, <laughs> that's not Jimmy. No, but with the guard screens, it's just like, you know, when you get bunk on you at the top of the key, like, right. okay, like that. Take advantage. That's, that's barbecue chicken, right? Mm-hmm. For, for Jimmy. So yeah, just, just wanted to, to, to point that out. It was, it was frustrating me to, to no end. Uh, chat says, uh, Curtis's hero system, bring back Yakobo Diawara. Never. Uh, never he's my mortal enemy. What were you saying about Myers? Let's get into Myers a little bit. Myers has a season-ending shoulder injury, and I wish this was hangover time so you could put up the video of when it happened, Brass. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to get I'm some sure, run I'm on sure that. we'll do it this week. Yeah, tomorrow. And it was against the Wizards, too, which they play the Wizards <laughs> tomorrow. That damn so, team. Oh, who's that? Garrison Matthews is just, I'm so scared of him tomorrow. You thought Malik Monk was bad? Garrison oh. Matthews saw that and goes, oh. Hold my beer. Dropping 40 tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, double team him off the jump at half court. Treat him like Lillard. Yeah, I'm so scared. Double him than Bradley Beal, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Let oh, Bradley they Beal need to, get his. No, they need to win tomorrow because they need to show, they need to beat Bradley down. They need to demoralize Bradley and say, look, we're winners. You over here, mean, bunch of he's losers. He's had like four or five straight, like, Twitter like highlights of him putting his head down and it still uh-huh. hasn't. Done it's so fine. funny. Ridiculous. What is he doing? It's ridiculous. But we make listen. No I forget the Beal thing. We need All to right, win so tomorrow to because Myers. we suck right now. Like we. Need oh yeah, to no, win. they need to. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> we have two straight games. Simple as that. Right? Oh yeah, yeah no, nothing's gonna back. remedy this. Yeah. Listen, if they. Oh my god. The I mean, irony. The irony that really remember because that's where the whole season went to hell. Right. It was they were playing yep. the Wizards and then that's when Jimmy and everybody ended up in their contact tracing bubble and Myers mm-hmm. suffered his injury. It's all the same game. It's January 9th and we're all <laughs> on Twitter screaming. There's a lot of COVID around this game. Maybe they shouldn't be playing it. And then they played it anyway. And look what happened. Did, we so called the, that. Then the organization is like, OK, yeah, we're I guess we'll play this game against Washington is like, yeah, you know what? We invented COVID sniffing dogs. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're going to we, trust, them. We talk about trust that? them on that. As long as we get the Myers, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I want to get to Myers, but I, I don't want to forget about the I COVID. I like the idea of I'm, just kick, kicking it down the line all the way to the end of the show, but go ahead. Yeah, it was just, uh, it'll be, we'll, we'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, by the way, <laughs> the Heat are only three games up on the Wizards. <laughs> so, oh, God. <laughs> in the win column, uh, they're mm-hmm. two. They're, no, they're one, they're one and a half games above the Wizards overall. So if the Heat gets swept really? by the Wizards here... Uh, it's oh gonna be. They're not gonna do that. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. They're gonna okay. win both games. So we're, sure. we're gonna be hunky dory. Sure. They would tank Jeremy. the other day, and we had the number one pick. I saw that. I saw that. I'll That's take not it. good. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if you've seen this. This Wizards offense, man. This Wizards offense match with our defense. I'm not so sure. I know. I know. I'm scared. And with Beal and, and Westbrook. So Jeremy, fun. you yeah, fun for you. Uh, you you're at the arena. You're working games. Congratulations, uh-huh. by the way. Thanks. Talk to us about the COVID sniffing dog. So our buddy, our homie, our also our mortal enemy, David Ramil of Locked On Sports, wrote for Forbes because he's big time. 
about COVID sniffing dogs. So check that out. Check, go to David's page and, and read his article. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's great. And David's reporting claims, well, not his reporting, the, the company, the uh, Sniff, it's called. The COVID sniffing dog company is called Sniff, which is just excellent. It's glorious. Uh, yeah, David reported that they said that their results uh, with a 92% accuracy rate on COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy, walk us. So yesterday we had Christian kind of explain to us in the arena what happened, but it was very loud and, and he's not as professional as you. Listen, he's he's no JT. What, what, what are they doing? So these COVID sniffing dogs are actually, it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't, so what I don't understand is just the science behind dogs sniffing anything to be quite frank with you. So I don't really understand how they can sniff for disease in general. Uh, Ron but McGill. apparently they, yeah. Okay, if we could get Ron McGill on the show, that'd be huge. Um, this, yeah. He could really, yeah. Explain these answers that we need. Uh, but essentially they have a number of fans that'll line up in a row. I think it's like 10 fans that'll line up in a row. And basically this dog walks by with, you know, they have, you know, his trainer holding the leash. His or her trainer, uh, the dog, the the really wonderful dog that I met on the first day was named Tina, uh, and so <laughs> oh, well, good good girl. Uh, and so they, they took this dog, and basically you hold your hands at your side, and this dog kind of jumps up to sniff what's essentially like just the fingertips of your hand, pretty much. And the premise is that if the dog then stops and sits down, that means that they've sensed whatever they've been trained to sniff that would tell you, okay, this so person it's only has COVID. COVID. So it's, if you were to bring some trained, en- entertainment into no, the arena, they are trained specifically <laughs> from what I understand. They are trained. Cause chat's asking for, chat's asking. Yeah, no, from what I understand, although God, I wouldn't recommend it with this few people in the arena in particular, but, but you know, whatever, whatever you guys want. This risk. is not an endorsement. Uh, this is not an endorsement of any kind, but I believe they are trained specifically just for COVID. And so, yeah, they they walk up and they'll sniff on you know on the the tips of your hands and basically they'll go for I think they have ten people that'll line up in a row, um and they'll do that and then they'll walk them back to the line and they get more people lined up and spaced out and then they'll go again, and that's the next group that gets let through. For us in the media, they had yesterday they had a dog just for us. So like when I walked through my security portion, um I had to answer a list of questions. They had to take my temperature and then a COVID sniffing dog came up and sniffed my hand and. Was wonderful. That, if that was the dog had sat, if the dog had sat, I would have gone home. Were you were you scared? Like, well, what if the dog sits? You know, I, no. Were you sure that I'd rather you were know? Free. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty. I, I'm God. I'm I'm being so careful. Like, I'm I'm being so careful. I've been so careful to. I've gotten the antibodies test a couple of times. My if if anybody in my family is listening and I'm saying this out loud, they're gonna be freaking out. They're gonna oh, you're gonna get it tomorrow, but. Knock on wood, uh, I haven't gotten COVID and I've I've tried to be as careful as possible. And so I was pretty sure that I didn't have it. But yeah, there's always a chance that that dog's that sit dog down. sits. Yeah, that's like, scary. hey, are, are you hey, are, are you, you sure? Tina? Yeah. Tina? Well, well are you irony, sure? The irony is Tina is also my mother's name. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's just it's perfect. But I, yeah, I mean, look, there's also it's 92%. So how I would handle it is I would go home. I'd do my job from home. I'd get a test the next morning and and hope for the best. Um, look, I, to me, the way I look at this is, it, and look, when I first saw it, just like everybody else, I did sort of you know chuckle at the concept. But to me, I also I look at it as as the organization is trying to do everything that they think they can to then have fans, right? Like if they're gonna have fans, they're they're taking all the precautions 
that they can, that they can think of. And, you know, one part of it is, is if you don't feel comfortable with the dog, and this was written in that article that you just mentioned, yes. um, you can opt out and you can go take a instant results test that'll come back in a half hour, 45 minutes. So that's very inclusive. You know, that's, I, I, yeah. that was actually like really like cool. It, the and it's well thought out, that. right? It's well thought out by the organization on a number of different levels. And so, um, you know, for me, God, if I couldn't get a test and take advantage of the system, just <laughs> buy a ticket to, to a game, opt out of the the dog thing, get my test and move on. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a, it's definitely a benefit. I felt safe. Um, and I have most places these days, I do not feel safe whatsoever. And so <laughs> to walk into the arena and really feel safer there than I felt pretty much anywhere, uh, was a bit of a surprise to me. And I've, I've been there now twice with things. I don't feel safe anywhere, Jeremy. I, mean, I go to yeah. They're 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 doing a they're doing a really good job of spacing people out. It seems yeah, in there, they although they're really time. they're wanting to ramp that number up as quickly as possible. It seems. Yeah. Um, regarding the dog thing, I it's it's like when you talk about a healthy roster. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that you're right. I, right. I hope that ends up being right. But this has not been going on that long. What concerns me is every time I click a link. And that was a very that was a very nice article, very soothing article, sure. Um, but nice, David. Right, <laughs> very soothing. Hmm. Um, but what concerns me is every time I click a link, it's like, oh, okay, here's another link on a COVID sniffing dog. COVID sniffing dogs at the American Airlines Arena. Like, oh, sh- okay, yeah. It's, it seems to be like the only place. And, Ground zero. And of I'm not COVID sniffing pups. Listen, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm not really trusting any of the science that comes out of Florida. Um, that's fair that's so i you know i i guess i guess time will tell i guess time will tell the way that i'm choosing to look at it is just at the rest of the measures that they're taking so Mm -hmm. masks can't come off and they've spaced everybody out really well um and so even if these covid sniffing dogs were not there right like i would still feel comfortable and so sure it's an extra little assurance and like it's probably, yeah, it's something. It's not the weird. only step they're taking. It's not like the courtside Karen. Yeah, that was that Imagine, was right. Yeah, exactly. Imagine it was that, right? Imagine it was the only thing that had to happen was you had to pass these dogs. Then no, I wouldn't be complimenting it at all, or I wouldn't think it was a good idea whatsoever. It's a lot but of responsibility it, for Tina. Sure. Yeah, a lot of responsibility. A lot of responsibility for mm-hmm. Tina the dog. So where you know before we move off of this because they get to Myers. Um, do you like, where do you, where are you in the game? Are you in the rooms to go lounge? Are you, uh, you're, you're, uh, so is, it, yeah. At the present moment, um, I'm just, I'm sitting with everybody else. So the first couple games that I was there, I was sitting uh, at the top of the lower bowl. Uh, and then last night I was in the 300 level. Um, so you're just with, with the people. You're not like sitting with Cooper Moorhead and Blue no, Manson. so we're all, no, so, so. So Will, God, I don't know if Will's at the games or not, actually, but I haven't been over. So I don't go over to our production trucks. I don't go over to the set or anything. I haven't. Is that a COVID thing or they just don't want to see you? Think? No. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to think it's personal. Uh, no, it's 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 a COVID thing. And, I, you know, I, there's no. Hey, they're hazing them. over to any of that. They're hazing you. Jeremy, um, imagine it's not. You. Imagine they tell me six months. <laughs> we were just messing with you. You could have gone over there. Uh, but yeah, no, That's so they've, they've, they've told me that, um, understandably for, I, there's no real need for me to go to the trucks or to the set. Cause everything that I do is just on, on the laptop or on my phone. Um, so I just set up and, you know, wherever the heat assigned me for that given night. And, uh, oh, so yeah, you have the, you have the Wi-Fi. Yeah. 
password. Okay, yep, good, I do. Good, good to know. I think they changed it every year, so I don't have it anymore. So probably works a little better now. You know that I asked I, George, George Sedano refused to give me the Wi-Fi password one year. Was I was like George, what's the Wi-Fi password? George's like, I'm not giving you that. I'm responsible. I was like, come on, George. I was like, we're friends. I, like, I don't care. Like, that's great. Yeah, allegiance like to the Heat. Yeah, so that's funny. Um. Uh, okay, let, let's let's get into Myers because my <laughs> Myers plays. Uh, I have I, he's played 24, 29 minutes this season. Uh, they're minus five net rating in those twenty nine minutes. Uh, so not not the worst on the team. Certainly not good. Uh, Myers had some sort of shoulder injury. I don't I don't know if it was anthem related. I don't know if it was basketball related. I don't know what. I don't know how Myers exactly got hurt, but Myers is out for the season with the shoulder. With, with some soldier surgery brass. Um, and I, you know, not that this affects their bottom line in any way, because like, obviously he's not a rotation player for them. Um, was it even when he was healthy? It took, you know, a COVID outbreak for them to uh, consider playing him, right? It's just not really what they need. He won't remedy anything. The, I guess his big value, and I put value in, in, in air quotes, is, you know, he's a 10 million dollar contract that you know would be added to salary when you make a move and he's an expiring with the team option is appealing to teams especially if you want to opt into that 10 million to move in the season expiring all um, right it, is, it sure is so you know i guess from a from an encore perspective they they're not missing much but you know obviously uh you know i i don't really see it as affecting them in any way. I think if somebody was going to take that salary, it's not because they wanted a player. It's because they wanted, you know, numbers on a spreadsheet. Yeah. I, it just, now that we know he's not going to be here this season, it's, it just, it was a giant question mark. Like why, why did this happen? Um, what it was just under 10, just under 10 million. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I did the math. Uh, I know I'm not usually the numbers guy, but he made nine hundred and forty thousand dollars per point this season. <laughs> uh, just throwing that out there. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. It's uh, it's pretty good, oh. pretty good for him, pretty sweet. Um, I also want how many points did he have? Also, he had ten. <laughs> More ten than points. Mo was ten points. Well, nine in that first game. Has Mo Harkless Tiff almost, had Tiff, ten Tiff almost got a, a a Myers jersey for the first game. Maurice um, Harkless. Okay, I so. I, I want to preface all the Myers talk by saying that I and well, the, the rest months. of us, I assume, but I'm definitely speaking for myself. I don't I don't wish ill on anybody like I, on, on this team. I and these, these are guys. Other teams. Sure. They're, they're no, lively, I, I wish I, I wish ill on people all the time. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm saying the people, the people, the this people in the though. truck. Jeremy wishes ill. On. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. That's why I don't go to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to. Yeah. Uh, so I. I, so I, I, that sucks that he's got an injury that takes him out of it. It, it, it does. It, and you know, and I know we know we have firsthand account of, of Myers is a good guy with, you know, someone that he did for someone we know last year. He's a, he's a very giving person. You know, I like Myers. Very kind to the media. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, man. I, he's fun, man. I, I get he's it. Great. And, and he was, he, he was a good piece on a team. Dollars. Right. I, I feel like after last season, that was that was enough. But it my thing, even with this injury, is like, well, he can't be traded yet anyway. And like we were just days from that moment where he could be traded. Two days. Days, two days. And now we find out he's out. So 
it's like, man, I just, I still, I'm questioning why was, was that really the plan? Did they like it? Did they really like uh, on, on top of what he did on the court, which he did some good things on the court last year. Obviously he was a big piece. He was a big piece of that. Um, he was certainly big yeah, for sure. Sure. But he was, mm. he was a piece. He did, he did a good, he, he did a fine job. He did a he fine did a job. Good regular, he held the Ford in the regular season at, at that position. He absolutely did. But unless you, it was like a loyalty thing and you're like, Hey, we're going to give you this. We thank you for the time. Uh, we're we're absolutely the second this clock runs out, we're gonna trade you, just so you know, and you can't say anything about it. Or mm-hmm. or if they were gonna run like roll out a Vice Homestrong jersey that they needed a model for, <laughs> you know, maybe born for that. But I but aside from that, I just I mean his only I hate those jerseys. His oh same. His his only real highlight this year was was uh was was you know again another thing of him standing the, the, the meme the video yeah yeah catch it on Hangover Time tomorrow oh, well, right that, after the game yeah it's just it's super frustrating oh I <laughs> well I mean like brass like honestly like you know that colors a lot of the fans relationship with Myers now for better or for worse colors you know, I mean whatever go on. <laughs> yeah it certainly informs uh the fans relationship with him in ways that, you know, for better or for worse, a lot of fans and I, I, I've been on the record saying, I don't really like what he did and I understand why he did it. I also have certain feelings about kind of the institutions that, you know, he, um, you know, wants to protect and defend, which it's difference in ideas, whatever, totally respect that. Uh, but I think that, you know, his, his tenure with the heat certainly over, I don't think he will be back next season and he's not going to play. So, you know the the Myers Leonard era is is defined by, um, you know, standing video games and starting next to Bam for fifty games and looking okay. Right. Well, I mean, and hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But I just I don't understand from a roster construction standpoint why they decided to give him ten million dollars. I think Brian could probably answer because Brian, like you, obviously know a lot about the cap, especially more than me. But like that. The money that they gave him was money that it didn't prevent them from spending I mean, it elsewhere, correct? We had we had Albert Namon on the pod. Basically he he gave him the money because they could. Right. They couldn't use it on anybody else because they, they, of they, the cap holds. The only other contracts they could have given out were minimum contracts, the mid level exception would be decided split between um Avery Bradley and Mo Harkless, and then they had the biannual, which they still had. Besides resigning Goran Dragic, the only other thing they could do with that cat space once they decided that they wanted to resign Goran was resign their own free agents, and that's why they right. tried to resign. Looked like they tried to resign DJJ, and he wasn't. He did, he wanted the years. It was so a years thing. Quickly I, from him, yeah, I get they were that. waiting out for a while to see if Jay would come back, and he didn't want to come back because he wanted the years, and it seemed like Myers signed instantly because what her team was going to give him that contract. Solomon, I I. I I'd prefer Solomon Hill yeah. over Myers Leonard. Oh, Solomon 100%. Hill would be a rotation player, not only because he's friend of the show, Solomon Hill. Yeah, uh, for Nintendo, we could have got we could have gotten Hill, we could have gotten Beasley, we could have got we could have gotten Chalmers. Man, like, bring the band back the together. Uh, what are we doing? So something something that's going to be interesting, and this actually is material. The Heat are going to get uh, a disabled player exception. That's about four point seven million dollars plus the three point six biannual. So they're actually going to have some ammunition the only issue in the buyout market. That's probably some roster space if they want to use any of those. Chris I would think Silva. That, 
I would think road, that's why they Jack. did that now, though, right? I would think that's why we're finding out that Myers is getting surgery now so that they can apply for that, get yeah, that, and have for, that I before think, all of the trades are available, right? So they have that exemption to work in. So maybe Myers doesn't even really need to be getting it right now, and he's helping out the team by going this far, right? A Bano Udri situation? Not for whatever, but like, we don't know. Maybe it's, hey, we gave you $9 million. You're going to get surgery. <laughs> Help us you out. Know? You're still getting paid, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. I That's one thing that, look, we can, you know, we can have also, I can talk from till I'm blue in the face about the anthem and, and, and the nuances of all of that. But in moving past that and just talking about what this guy was like for the organization, like seemingly every single player on the team loves the guy. And seemingly, uh, he's done nothing but like respect everything that we as fans love about the whole culture. And remember, he's the one that was getting up with Jimmy at three in the morning during, you know, the summer last year, you know, back when we all uh, were, were falling in love with that. So like, yeah, no I, question. I, I hope, I hope that the way that, that Myers is remembered is not as like, I don't know. I, I just hope it's not in a negative light because I think that, and and here's where I'm showing my bias because as someone who's been in, in the media and having to listen to press conferences at my job every day, you know, droning sure. from Kane's football players to the heat, right? Across all of sports, by far the most entertaining soundbite and wanted to be that for the media because he knows, like he would say that, he'd acknowledge that. Like, I know how boring this is most of the time. So I'm trying to make it fun for you. I want to so lead the I'm league in soundbites. Right. And he did. And, and that maybe that's part of it. And maybe that shows my bias toward him a little bit. But on that element, I hope that he's looked at in a more, po- you know, a positive light, at least toward what he felt for the organization. Brian. There he is. What is Brian. that? Is that Myers? I, I, I will. I will pick it back off You're of so that. quick. I, that's that's wild. Brian. Was that today? Literally, it just got posted 23 minutes ago from Ellie. Incredible. Twitter Damn. Now. By the way, Jeremy, Schmid the Smolnik in our chat asks, has anyone ever actually talked until they were blue in the face? Honestly, I've, I've come close. I, I don't, don't take think a lot so. of breaths. I don't think so. I, I want to I piggyback on what Jeremy was saying there and, and, and say that Myers clearly likes his team. He likes his squad. And yeah. I do think if the Miami Heat had a Patreon, he would definitely be the biggest donor. <laughs> $50 tier. You're right. Hey, Myers, by the way, if you want to get on the podcast, if you want to get on Hangover, listen, Myers Leonard, if you're listening, um, I know he's you love listening. Al. He's not coming on the he, podcast. Yeah, he's he, listen. Myers is on Twitch. You guys I, I, where's, this, we are on Twitch right now. We're on Twitch.tv. If you're a podcast listener, you know, you want to hop over to our Twitch because we stream, live stream every podcast pre and post game show. So check us out over there. Uh, but Myers, I know that you're on this platform. If you're somewhere in the chat. Somewhere in the sea of chat users, you want to come on Hangover Time or the Heapy pregame show? You pull up. You, you listen. I'm, I'm pull up the picture. You're gonna you're gonna go to Patreon.com/slash/MiamiHeapy. You're gonna click on that Heapy Lifer tier. Right, it's on the screen right now, Myers. You can see it. You, you click that, and then you know you, when we put out the schedule, you know you can you can you can select on Patreon. I want to be on Hangover Time, following Heat Wizards. And uh, you will be with your old friend, Alphonse Sidney, a.k.a. Heat Twitter President Alf. And uh, you will get to uh, be on Hangover Time. Break this down the game. the wrong link, though. It's almost you can play sounds... Drip Drop. Uh, Jeremy, are you familiar with the Drip Drop drinking game? Uh, actually not. So our nickname for, well, not our nickname, uh, Alex Musbai, Moose, nicknamed yeah. Tyler Hero Drip Drop. I don't okay. know why. And I'm, I'm here for it. Brass hates it. 
Uh, Brian, yeah. do you hate Drip Drop? It's terrible. Why do I hate it? Where do you stand it? on Drip Drop? I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, I haven't played it. I like I, it. I probably can't play it because I don't even drink No, much. no, but like the name, the name, the name. Oh, How yeah, do you no, feel about the name? I, I think it's decent. I, it's a good name. I think yeah. you guys yeah. could still keep it even if Tyler Hero gets traded. No, no. Oh, it'd be even better. So uh, <laughs> so we play a drip drop game where Moose just yells drip drop and we have to drink. Uh, and we sometimes sure. do it for a subscription. Yeah, sometimes when, when chat's fun, we'll, we'll take shots with chat. Right, We make it an interactive cool. drinking experience. So Myers, you want Love a that. shotgun of beer? Listen, Alex Solana's drinking Bud Light Clamato on stream. Maybe you can join us. Jeremy, that's disgusting. I don't know. I don't know Solana, what Solana's man. doing. What are, what are you doing? That's what, what working with 790 The Ticket does. <laughs> that's you, terrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. Bud Light Clamata. What? Why? I I can't understand why you would make the choice to get he it. He chose it. He that's went to the saying. store and bought it. Right. That's my point. Is knowing that that was a conscious choice. That's my problem. With I don't know why it's this organization made a conscious choice to give Myers like ten million dollars or something. <laughs>